I'm Loki. And I'm Caddy. And this is Books, Cats, and Snacks. Snacks, 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 snacks. Wow. <laughs> well, welcome to our check-in. Mm-hmm. Hey. This is where Caddy and I talk about a book that we're also reading mm-hmm. besides our book of the month. Yep. And our book of the month is Where the Crawdads Sing by Delia Owens. Mm-hmm. Caddy's pick. She's really excited, guys. I'm okay with the book right it's now. It's so good. I'm like, okay. I'm ready to it. name my children after some characters. That's how good it is right <laughs> okay, now. Okay, <laughs> Tate. <laughs> I had to do it. I listened to the audio once already, and mm-hmm. I'm reading it right now. Mm-hmm. And just the narration. I think she's great. Yeah. But just that voice that... That, that she gave that Kaya. Southern, that Southern drawl. I don't know why. I just sounded like Colonel Sanders. That's what happens when I do Southern. I immediately sound like Colonel Sanders. Let's just say that we record at the end of our workday, so we get a little delusional. We are loopy as hell, y'all. It's, it's been a day. Anyway. Okay. All right, guys. So just want to remind you of our virtual book club, which will be July 7th. Right. Evening thereof at 10. Yeah. I believe we keep it at 10. 10 Central. 10 Central. Standard time. We, we're going to discuss. We are going to discuss this book, y'all. Okay? I'm sorry we keep pushing it off. As you know, a lot of things have been going on lately with life and just sometimes it's technical difficulties, too. We want to build a consistency with you guys, of course, because you're going to spend the time with us and we got to bring up our end and do the same with you. So. Right. So I do thank you for you guys keep coming back to listen to us mm-hmm. because we do love reading and talking about it mm-hmm. and... I'm sure you do the same because that's why you're here listening to us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You really like us. I hope so. <laughs> that or they turn us off after the cat story. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, it could be. My cats are awesome. Well, why don't we just go ahead and do your cat story for this episode? Okay. So I usually do my disclaimer a little bit later on in the show when I talk about spoiler alerts, red flags, ex-boyfriends, you know, all that good stuff and language. But I'm going to start the language now. So if you guys are sensitive to that language... I would, you know, fast forward a little bit, and then I get my disclaimer, and then you guys go. Okay, <laughs> these two, my kitties, the lovers of my life, have been beating my ass, y'all. All right? <laughs> Caddy's getting real here. Yeah, they. this is Caddy Confessions. Like, I'm in a black turtleneck with, like, a cigarette and a bar. Like, I'm just, like, just, just so... I imagine more the Simpsons, the sisters. Oh. Like, you're, t- like you're telling them the story. Oh, the oh, Marsh's oh, sisters. sisters. Oh, oh, I can't do it, guys. I'm not going to. I think I can. No, I can't do it. Okay, so it, it's happened all in one day, and it happened within an hour of each other. Okay, guys? So the other day I was coming, I got home from work. It was late. And everybody has a nightly routine of what they do. So I usually go in the bedroom, you know, get, get into my jammies. And Creos is just thumping around in the bathroom. I'm like, girl, it's late. You know, <laughs> me and Chris have two separate work schedules. So he's asleep, and I'm up till, you know, the crack of on, and Kree is just not having it. She's like, no, I want to mess with this thumbtack that's on the floor. And I'm like, no, girl. So I pick her up to take her to the other room. And she, le- I don't know how she got, she did like a, like a crocodile death roll on me <laughs> and like just smacked me in the face, just slapped me right in the face oh, with claw. Man. So I have like claw marks on my chin from when mm-hmm. she just went like, no, mama. And I'm like, oh, Jesus. I was like, oh, oh, no, girl. So you were and then brutalized. She's, yes, I was brutalized. And she's screaming like I'm killing her. Like, and I'm like, oh, my God. And literally all I did was pick her up to take her to get her away from that thumbtack that she was in love with, I guess. And I, I guess I'm the bad guy. Yeah, so you are. So she just smacked me right in my face. All right. So that's one. So that's one. <laughs> An hour later, uh, I have to deal with the other, you know, house panther. 
So I'm sitting uh, with Oreo on the couch and we're cuddling, you know, just chilling. And I noticed that she has like a little, like her hair was matted. Oh, okay. Her fur was matted, like right in the nape of her neck, like in the back, uh-huh. like a mat. And I was like, oh my God, what is this? I'm trying to pull it apart. It smells like syrup. I'm like, how did you get syrup on yourself? What the hell? <laughs> Having pancake parties without me, Oreo? What the hell's going on? So I'm trying to break up that mat. Oreo does not like to be touched where she can't see your hands. She's okay. very like on edge. She's like, if I don't see your hand, you're going to get the paw. My. You know, she's like that meme. That meme on TikTok, like, I don't like the way you talk, slap, slap. <laughs> you look at me funny, slapity, slapity, slap. That's Oreo. So I'm over here trying to, like, unmat her. So she does a crocodile death roll as well and bites me in my hand, y'all. She bit the hell oh, out of my hand. Oh, my god! She almost drew blood. Like, I could see the two little dots. I was like, oh, sweet Jesus. And so she runs off to the room mad as hell at me and i'm like i'm just trying to help y'all what is going on they're fine now i ignored them this morning they got no cuddles this morning because i was upset (laughs) who's really losing here (laughs) it's me it's me (laughs) so needless to say uh the other day i got my ass kicked by both of my cats (laughs) when i was just trying to a get one of them away from a thumbtack and b i was trying to unmat some hair because i don't know where she got syrup from that's what's going on guys just getting attacked by my cats it's almost like we can say and that's the end of the episode today right me just venting about my cats (laughs) i say you start with your first book so that way there's some positivity coming over there from that microphone All right, so I got my book from one of your check-in, I mean, I'm sorry, one of your shout-outs that you did. Oh. Yeah, it was the one where you did um, bubble tea when you talk about your cozies. It's last last week's Last week. So one of them really intrigued me, and it was Before the Coffee Gets Cold by Toshikazu Kawaguchi. There you go. There you go. All right, I practiced this. I did, I did. You know, insert another paw slapping me in the face. I'm really excited that you read one of my shout outs. I wanted to, because it just sounds so interesting. And the cover had a little kitty on it. So anytime there is a kitty on the cover, I'm sold. So I really like it. And I'm not much of a fantasy book reader. I feel Mm -hmm. like this has a very fantasy element about it, because that's not really my thing. Okay. Um, If you guys read them, most of my books are mostly mysteries, usually what I choose. That's really my, my whodunits. But this one was this one was really good, and I've and if you guys listened the past couple of check ins I've had, like the books just haven't really gotten to me. But this one was so good. This Aww. one really got me. I really like this one, and now that I'm reading like my second, like this is in the second or third Japanese book now, like just the style of writing and just the realism that comes with it. It's just a flat like this is this is the story. There's no flowering. It's even it's a fantasy book. It's still so honed in that it's so believable. At the same oh, time, okay. it draws you in. And you know how fantasy, it's always so, like, the writing style is so whimsical and the colors. Right. This is very, like, here it is. Straight to the point. Straight to the point. This is how you do it. And I'm like, you know what? This is probably why I like it so much. Because of this. Right. I don't need all that flowery stuff. There's no frou-frou No frou I don't really care for frou-frou too much. So, spoiler alert. So, each chapter, there's about six chapters at this point. So, five or six chapters. And each chapter is a different saga of the story itself. That's Got the it. book. And there's, I think there's three books in this series so far. So this is the first oh, of three. Oh, that's right. It's a series. It's yeah. a series. The gist of it is, is that there is this tiny little coffee shop in an alleyway in Japan. It's a folklore, urban legend that this coffee shop has the power to send you back in time. You can time travel. So the book opens up with this one particular woman wanting to time travel. I'm going to give you guys pretty much a brief synopsis of it because I want you to read this book. It's so good. I love this book. 
you know, a lot of times I tell you the whole story because I'm trying to get it for myself. And usually I tell you again to see maybe if I'm not getting it, you know, but this time I'm like, no, I want you guys to read it. This is great. Yeah, This is good. This is good, good stuff, guys. So there's, there's different people that want to time travel in this book. So that's the basis of this book. All right. But with the time traveling, there's always... There's always rules. There's always yeah, a there's stipulation. Always a catch. There's always a catch. There's always something that's got to get you in it. All right. So the basic rules of it is there's only one seat in the cafe that you can time travel in. Oh, okay. So with this particular seat, you cannot move from this seat when you're time traveling. You have to stay in this one certain spot. The person that you want to go back and see has to have come to the cafe before. Oh, wow. Has to, has to have been in that cafe before in order to do that. And, of course, you have to return before the coffee gets cold or else you're cursed. Oh. Pretty much. Oh, man. Yeah. Just to give away a little bit. And there's also a lady that sits in this particular seat in the cafe at all times. She's kind of like the gatekeeper, Pretty much. Pretty pretty much. I want you guys to read it because you have to see it. Read it for (laughs) yourself. And she will only get up for a certain amount of time. And you are only allowed to get in that seat whenever she's gotten up. So if you really anticipate to do what you got to do, then you need to be patient and you need to wait for her because you oh. don't bother the gatekeeper. Oh. It's only when she chooses to move, that's when you can sit in the seat and time travel. There's a couple other rules, but I'll let you read it on your own because it's so good. And um, <laughs> <laughs> it's so, so good. And it's also gets you like there's all these rules and all these stipulations you got to follow. It's only a certain amount of time. You cannot change whatever you do when you go to the past will not change the future in any certain terms so it's almost like it's you just need to say your piece pretty much come back something or yeah to that effect so you can't change it won't change the future you're not allowed to do certain things when you're there and that person and it's also weird because and it's in a weird that seat's also in a weird spot so a lot of people don't want to sit neck like in front of you or and they're like but, but then again, you can't move. You can't really. Right. Yeah. You can't really hold someone. You can't, I guess, lunge at someone. You legit just have to sit there. And, I'll sit, and I think also with that, it's like you really, really want, you really need to want it in order for you to right. do this because there's a lot at stake when you do decide to go back into the past. I like how they set the rules that way so you don't tread lightly. Mm-hmm. Like this is a serious matter. That's what I'm saying. Like you really, really have to want it. Like you have to really be patient you have to whatever you're going back to find kind of a thing it's 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 worth it essentially that you're willing to risk amazing. so much in order to get to the part and you know of course with every story it get you gets a little piece of something and each story that comes along is just it's beautiful and it's you know there's a part that's going to make you cry of course <laughs> and anytime they go back there's always like a lesson learned no matter how much you feel like it's not it it really truly is there and it's it's beautiful I can't, I'm not going to tell you guys because you have to read it. (laughs) (laughs) So you have, uh, you have the lovers, you have the sisters, you have the husband and wife, you have the mother and son. And of course, the colorful characters, it's an ensemble book. So you have the colorful characters that work at the cafe. You have their lives that kind of intermean also. And there's another really sweet story, like kind of in the mix of it. That's really nice. So again, it's called Before the Coffee Gets Cold by Toshikazu Kawaguchi. Nice. Thank you. Yes, I, I do try, guys. I do try. I'm so excited. Especially with these read. foreign books, man. These these things get me. Said it's it's a really good read. It's a short read for the most part. I want to say it's yeah. fairly short. It's the first in a series. I haven't. I'm pretty sure I'm going to read the rest of them. So I'll let you guys fill in with that. You know, just kind of have an open mind. Don't automatically go in because 
you know, it can seem kind of absurd, of course, but it's a fantasy book. And once you get into it, you'll realize just how beautiful it really is. So, so my quiz that goes along with said book <laughs> is surprise. It's coffee themed. Oh, yeah. Right, so just I got it off of, online off of a good housekeeping article. So nice. just a few fun facts about coffee. Well, just a couple oh. questions. Just a couple questions. I only did okay. like a few. I don't want to do too much. You know, <laughs> much like coffee, it's going to run through me. So just like this, just like this quiz. All right. I have four questions here. I have a couple multiple, and I did mostly multiple choice because I know how you feel about multiple uh, I choice. I hate multiple choice. <laughs> Even though I, I do plan my quiz uh-huh. a lot of times with multiple choice, uh-huh. but just in general, like being in school and multiple choice, I hated it. Especially like history. They all made sense to me. We had this particular conversation a couple days ago about her hating multiple choice. So instead of being, you know, any good friend will be like, oh, okay, then I'll do it some other way. Being best friends for you, be like, I'm going to make every question multiple choice for this bitch because that's who I am. And I'm pretty sure when you guys hear that, there's going to be some claps, there's going to be some snaps, a few, you know, yasses in there. But here, here we go. Here we go. Okay, I'm ready. I'm excited. Question number one. Coffee dates back to what century? Like what century? Okay. Okay. Is it A, 800 AD, B, the, four, the 1400s, or C, 50 BC? Are you serious? <laughs> That's so ridiculous to me. I'll do A. 880? Yes. You are correct. What? 880. I know that threw me off too. I was like, what? what? Uh, okay. What? Good to know. Now? Yeah. yeah right? Okay. <laughs> yeah, all right. Okay. Number two, what country grows the most coffee of all? Like what country? Okay. Oh, okay. Then, all right. A, Ethiopia. Mm-hmm. B, Colombia. Or C, Brazil. My first thought was Brazil. But then I really want to say... Colombia. I'm going to go with my instinct. Brazil. You are correct, ma'am. Yes! yes I, I never th- like guess things correctly. Yes! Sure she does. She doesn't, guys. I trusted my instinct. Okay. What two states are mostly known for their coffee? Like, what two states in the, in the United States Okay. mostly known for coffee growing? Okay. All right. All right. Is it A, Texas and Florida? Okay. B, California and Hawaii? Or C, Washington State and Oregon? Washington State and Oregon. You are wrong, ma'am. What? I threw it in there on purpose because I knew you would go hipster. Yeah, I figured Seattle. It's, it's California and Hawaii. Hawaii, Kona, Kona, Kona coffee. Kona, oh, Kona that's Kona. so delicious. <laughs> I got her, guys. I got man, her. I was, on, <laughs> I was on a roll, man. <laughs> okay. All right. And Sorry. at this point. I'm going to laugh maniacally at her because she got one wrong. You're doing this, Caddy. You're, le- you're like acting out because of your cats. Is that what this is about? Yes, slightly. I want to <laughs> slap you in the face and bite your hand, too. <laughs> and then I come here, and then she has a little puppy, Nugget. And he, like, loves on me. And I'm like, look, Nugget, you would never hurt me. You're not my pet, you know? Can you give word to your cousins? Like, throw it down the line to stop being so mean to mama? Wishful like, thinking, Caddy. Wishful then, thinking. And then the next day, like, I hear because Chris gets up. My fiance Chris, he gets up and he like gets ready for work and he knows he knew of the early morning shenanigans that was going on because it woke him up. And he's and I hear him, he's like, All right. He's he always gives Creos this pep talk before he leaves in the morning. He's like, All right, Creos, you behave yourself and be good to mama. No more bitch slapping mama in the face. <laughs> and I'm like, Really? And he's like, I thought you would hear it. And I was like, Yes. So it was be a good girl, no bitch slapping mama in the face. <laughs> Okay, this is my final question. Okay. All right, true or false? I figure okay. I'd give you an easy one on this one. <laughs> <laughs> you 
You can overdose on coffee. True or false? True. Damn it. Yes, it is true. It is? It is, it is, true. is true. It is true. You can't overdose like on coffee. Like all the caffeine, I guess? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's thanks to your heart rate and just as uh, bad as like energy drinks. Well, that was fun about yeah, coffee. About and coffee. I really want to read that book also. It is so good. I wanted, I was like, damn it, I keep, feel bad like making it vague because I'm usually so like descriptive and everything. Yeah. But I don't want to give it away because it's, I want you guys to read it so good. <laughs> Because I feel I wouldn't give it justice. Like, you got to read it. You know what I mean? Like, right. any of the other books, I'm going to tell you guys. I'm like, look, y'all, this is what happened. And I'm upset. And like I was telling, a lot of times I just want to hear it back in my own head. I just want to hear it back in my own mind to see, like, am I really wrong? Or maybe right. you, know, you can kind of give me some insight as well of what you think. You know, maybe I'm just. But you can't give away too much of this cannot, book. Not this one. No, it's too good. It is too good. Okay. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, with my pick for this check-in, it's a little bit like yours. I can't give away too much because mm-hmm. it's it's fun and it's good. Mm-hmm. But the book I picked, it's called The Good Sister by Sally Hepworth. So us, pretty much. <laughs> well, not really with these, with oh, these my bad. two characters. My bad. First, it was published last year, April 13th of mm-hmm. last year. It's a really fun book. When I started reading it, it reminds me of Eleanor Elephant. Yeah, I'm talking about the character. Okay, and a character in Convenience Store Woman. Oh, so think of of that type of character. Kind of isolated, kind of. But so it's about these two sisters. They're twins, okay. Fern and Rose. Is this um, a is this an English book by chance or anything? Or they're this... in Australia. Okay, Sally Hepworth has written a good amount of books, mm-hmm. but she's the that author that. That fun mystery thriller writer, mm-hmm. kind of. She has a book that are called like The Mother-in-Law, The Family Next Door, The Younger Wife. You know? oh, oh, yeah. Oh, but nice. don't let that steer you away from this book, The Good mm-hmm. Sister, because mm-hmm. I really, really enjoyed it. So it's told by by each sister. Oh, are you saying it's a dual POV? It's a dual POV. Of freaking course <laughs> it's a dual POV. I didn't know it. But, Lies. but it's interesting because there's a sister, Rose, okay? Even though they're twins, but she seems like, like the older one because the sister Fern, you can, they don't say it, but you can kind of tell she's autistic, oh, okay. but high-functioning okay. autistic. Mm-hmm. That's why I think, think of Convenience Store Woman a little bit. Yeah, a little bit of Eleanor. Eleanor, Eleanor gotcha. wasn't autistic, but just kind of that thinking. Very logical, very, logical. very methodical mm-hmm. in ways of doing things. Got it. They're very routine. But let's go back to the sister Rose. When mm-hmm. you read Rose's sad story it's actually a letter because her therapist says if you write a letter about what happened you can kind of go through your emotions a little bit better Mm -hmm. so rose she's married to a guy who at the beginning of the book he's in london for like a whole month and she's trying to figure out her relationship pretty much and she wants to have a baby, and they're at that point where he's like, I don't think I want to do this anymore kind of thing. So we see a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. But we also see more Rose being protective of her sister, Fern. So mm-hmm. Fern's the one who, like I said, they don't say it, but... You kind of draw your conclusions. Yeah, like draw your conclusions that she's autistic. Fern works in a library, mm-hmm. and she's very good at what she does, and she kind of does her... Her own thing as far as like being independent, but she, um, they always have a schedule, like they always have Monday night dinners together and Thursday nights, things like that. Fern, of course, is a little quirky 
Um, but you really, you fall in love with her immediately. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Eleanor, like you want to protect her. <laughs> yeah. But, and it's interesting, like just the way she thinks about things. So Fern finds out that her sister, who's married, mm-hmm. wants to have a baby, mm-hmm. but they're struggling to have a baby. Yeah. They're having issues in their relationship and their mm-hmm. marriage. And Fern is so quirky and fun and you just love her. Mm-hmm. But you also kind of see her, her mindful thinking and it's really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. But she just thinks, huh, my sister wants to have a baby. Mm-hmm. Why don't I help her? I'll find a guy and I'll get pregnant and I'll give her my baby. That's it. That's just her way of... You know, wanting... This is all convenience store women. Like, this mindset. Oh, my God, yeah. And it's funny because Fern, um, you love her because any sort of social situation, she'll make a comment. She's like, I read this book about how to behave in a meeting. Or my sister has taught me that generally when you shake someone's hand, it's only for three seconds. So I want to make sure to do that because Uh that's that's what's acceptable. The book itself, though... There's an underlying story that happened Mm -hmm. with these two sisters. Even though you see Fern going through her quirkiness and just the way she lives and this and that, Mm -hmm. it's pretty brilliant how the author wrote it. Mm -hmm. But you also see like a a darker side when it comes to the sister Rose and what had happened. And this is the part where I think it's a little bit like Eleanor because the two sisters grew up with a very demanding... Horrible mother. Oh, God. One of those yeah. mothers that attention is always on them. Yeah. And any little thing that happens, mm-hmm. she takes it out on Rose. Because Fern, she it's a little bit oblivious of what's happening. Kind of like that's how mom is, and that's just. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. And I'm almost mad that you didn't make this a book for us to read together. I'm almost mad. <laughs> it's really, really good. It actually. sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah. but it, and and the thing is, you feel you know Rose, the sister, the married one. Mm-hmm. She she's really protective of Fern. Yeah. yeah. And so growing up, she talks about how she was protective of Fern, but she was just so she's so scared of how their mother re- react to them. That she's so cautious about every little thing. She, her walls up, of course. Rose and, is the protector. She's the mediator. She's the yeah. Peacemaker. And because Fern being the autistic one and the one that just needs to be taken care of, that's how she sees it. Mm-hmm. And the mother is pretty much your your poster mom of just selfishness and cares more about you know the, her relationships with different men. But there's there's also like dark side to this book the stories that comes up mm-hmm. so it's not all like fun and game with fern mm-hmm. so it gets real real yeah quick. exactly yeah. so like and the book moves along really well mm-hmm. that it doesn't just like i like we said earlier all the frou-frou mm-hmm. so at one point fern is like all right i gotta find this a guy so <laughs> i can get pregnant so i can have a baby <laughs> so the, at the library there are showers i guess yes. so so she meets this guy uh-huh. Okay, and it, he reminds her of Where's Waldo. Uh-huh. But it's, we're in Australia, so apparently it's Where's Wally. So she calls him Wally, even though that's not his name. His name is, Rock, <laughs> his name is Rocco, so she just keeps calling him Wally. And she even, like, addresses, <laughs> addresses him as Wally. Uh-huh. And so he uses a shower at the library, and she's just kind of like, what? what? Who Are you homeless? Like, who are you? Mm-hmm. But she's intrigued by him, but he lives in a van. Oh, okay. Um, so oh, my he, God. There's so many things in here. Yeah, Jesus. there's so many things. And, you know, so they start talking and stuff like that. Does he so, have a cat? 
No. Oh. There's a dog involved in this okay. book, okay. though. Okay. Um, named Alfie. Oh. But anyway. But she's just like, hmm, I think he'll be the one that's going <laughs> to. He'll do. Yeah, he'll exactly. Do. But they develop a really nice relationship. And he's Wally or Rocco. Rocco. That's his real name in the book. You know, they develop kind of like this friendship and then a relationship. And Rose is just like, what? There's a guy in your life? What uh-huh. is happening? Is it a band? Wally right. Rocco? <laughs> Do you even know his name? <laughs> but it's a really fun book. It's a really fun book. Okay. But when I say fun, but there's also that dark side that's it's really... Like, it's like Eleanor. Like, what Right. Right, yeah. Exactly. At first, Eleanor is kind of quirky and fun, and she's going through things dark. with her coworker. Real quick, yeah. And then it got dark. But this one, the dark part of the book comes throughout. Like it's sprinkled oh, like throughout. Okay. Right, and you you root for these two sisters, oh, of, of course. course, and mm-hmm. and their relationship is great. I Beautiful. think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's as much as I'm going to talk about. For I mean, you gave us a little sister. bit. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, that's a quick, I think that's good. Because you got me in. I'm sucked in. Right. I'm a, I got my popcorn right here. I'm a belly. <laughs> so the author name is Sally Hepworth. That's an Australian name. Is it? I, I don't know. It just sounds like it. I was like, just when you started, like her name, because there's this comedian that I love. Her name is Fern Brady, and she's Scottish. So when you said the name, that's not a typical name that you would hear every day here. But apparently I hear Fern, and I'm like. European. Okay. Okay, so that was The Good Sister by mm-hmm. Sally Hepworth. Mm-hmm. So my quiz today has to has to do with the word Sally. Oh, oh cute. Okay, so I'm going to give you the clue. Uh-huh. And you're going to guess, but okay. in your answer will have the word Sally in it. Okay. I'm pretty sure you're going to get all of these. Uh-huh. There are I'm four. already thinking of one. So I'm going to say the clue, and then you guess. Okay. You have, like, five seconds. Oh, okay. God. Ready? Number one. Okay. Remember, it has, the word, has to have the word Sally in it. Okay. Number one. The store is the world's largest retailer of salon-quality hair color, hair care, nails, and beauty supplies. Sally's Beauty Store? <laughs> Sally's, it's just Sally's, right? Sally Beauty Supply. Sally, Sally Beauty Supply. Okay. But you got it, though. Yeah, you Sally's. Though. <laughs> All awesome. right, number two. Uh huh. It's an old tongue twister made popular in 1909 where a little girl is selling something. Sally sells she- seashells by the seashore. Good. All right. Nice. Okay. <laughs> you got the tongue twister right. I, you I almost, you I almost, almost yeah. There was something there. All right, number three. Mm-hmm. A very well-known actress who starred in Forrest Gump, Steel Magnolias, and The Flying Nun. Oh, Sally Field. Yep. And you, you had to bring a Steel Magnolias, too. I did. Ooh. I had to bring that up. Girl. <laughs> when I grow up, I want to be Clary. Like, Clary <laughs> is my, um, is my like, spirit animal. Her favorite <laughs> phrase, this is, like, my mantra, is if you don't have anything nice to say about somebody, come sit by me. <laughs> like, that's my... That's perfect. That's me in a nutshell. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right. Number four. Last but not least. Mm-hmm. Number four. It's an R&B song written and first recorded by Mac rice in 1965 it's about a girl who lives a wild life in her brand new car oh ride sally ride no oh god i think that's that's the lyric that's part of the lyrics what's the name of the song oh goodness (laughs) it's the name of a car that's the first word of the song oh my god do you want me to 
I can't. tell you. Mustang Sally? Yes. Oh, is it? Mustang yes. Sally. Mustang. Right, sat, right, sat. I just yeah. remember at the end of Shrek, like Donkey sings it. How <laughs> you related to Shrek? I, I have to bring it back to Shrek, full circle. And I'm really, and there's no Sally Jesse Raphael. I was waiting for it. I, I was, like, was going to put Sally that, Jesse Raphael. I was going to put her on there, actually. I remember watching one episode when I was a kid, and my mom, and I remember, like, it, it was one of those. I'm at home and during the summertime, and my mom gets home. I was like, Mom, did you know today I'll tell you Jesse Raphael? And I told her, like, the theme of it. And she's like, you're not allowed to watch that anymore. <laughs> and I'm like, what, Mom? It was about this. And my mom was like, no. You're not you're allowed. You're done. You're done. No more Sally Jesse Raphael. And I was like, but I wanted to get red glasses. And it was a whole thing. Oh, I loved her. Oh, I love Sally. Yeah. <laughs> Mom said I couldn't watch her anymore because I was a little too young. So then let's just make her an honorable mention. Honorable mention, Sally Jesse yes. Raphael. Yeah, um, yeah. So that was my quiz for my book. Mm-hmm. And I hope that you guys really want to read these two books as well mm-hmm. before the coffee gets cold and the good sister yeah i think they're wonderful reads both of them they sound these, yeah. they, this time we had a really good round guys like we really found two that we really right because there were a couple were of times we did our check-in books that were like man it was kind of meh mm-hmm. but i'm glad we picked these two today yeah. so. yep. definitely revived me okay so this was our check-in mm-hmm. thank you for coming by because we are uh reading caddy's pick yep where the crawdads sing. And I feel like when I say that, it like it kind of goes silent or here's just like crickets. Because <laughs> of the, the marsh. <laughs> By Delia it. Owens. By Delia Owens. Oh my God. I'm sure I can't wait. you guys have heard of this, of course. So, so when we talk about it next month, that's mm-hmm. when the movie comes out. Yeah, the movie will come out right after our uh, episode. We're going to definitely talk about it. So I'm <laughs> really excited. And on top of all this, we have a surprise we next do. week. We do. Normally, it'll be our book shout out, but we have a little surprise. A little so surprise. Please, I think it's join a big us. surprise. Yes. yes, yes, it's a lot of fun. I'm really excited. But we will talk to you guys next time. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye. This was going to be books, cats, and astronaut ice cream. <laughs>